Welcome to the podcast Gestalt Therapy, Living Here and Now with Elizabeth Willa. Every month, Elizabeth takes you through an issue which she has come across in her Gestalt praxis, read about, or simply bumped into just living life. The topics are related to mental well-being, existential questions, what makes your life meaningful, and also what makes it heavy. Every episode is designed around the same set of headline, which hopefully will make it easier for you to make sense of what you hear. You can read much more about Elizabeth and how she works on her website, willekestalt.eu. Hi again, and welcome to the new episode of Gestalt Therapy Living Here Now. Today I'll talk about the important stuff in life, personal core values. It's summer. Some of you are maybe on vacation. Maybe you have been. Maybe you do staycation, I think it's called. Or you don't go at all. Different ways to spend summer. Well, for many of us, the summer period provides a bit more time. Time for doing nothing, for relaxing, and sometimes maybe also time for reflections about what's important in life. What do we really like? Or maybe what do we want to change in our life? What do we want to have more of or maybe less of? We might think about what's the important stuff in our life or maybe what makes life worth living. We sometimes also talk about this as values. What are the personal core values you have in your life? The figure of today. The figure of today is about the important stuff in life personal core values, and also about how you actually might find out what's the important stuff in your life, as well as what's the purpose of clarifying what the important stuff is. Personal values and beliefs guide our behaviors. In some way makes it simpler and more straightforward to take decisions and find direction in life. I once heard the metaphor that values are like our life's motorway. I understand this metaphor in the way that if the personal values are clear for us, it's easier to navigate, easier also sometimes to go fast maybe, because we have the big lines laid out on the map. I remember many years ago I participated in a training about communication and we got an exercise which said something about describe or clarify or define Your values in life. Whoa, did I think. That's a big question. And it is a big question. I had never really asked myself these questions directly before. And I guess that is the case for some of you as well. Sometimes we just adapt the values of our parents, saying like, in our family we always help out if needed. Well, might have been your parents' values, but is it yours? Or we adapt the values of the friends we have. For example, like we hold our traditions dear in our group. We always spend Halloween together. Well, you might think maybe sometimes, but this thing of holding up traditions, is that really your value? For many people, this work with finding your way in what's really the important stuff for you Then, as life goes on, making sure that you live according to what you find important, to your values. 
is a process of constant evaluations and awareness. Over the years, I have worked with and evaluated the important stuff in life, my values, several times. How is this important? Some of the people I see in my praxis are not happy in their life. They come with no specific problem, but more with a general dissatisfaction or sadness or unhappiness. They want to work on how to get a better or happier or more content life. They then talk a lot about what they dislike and what they dislike about their environment or family or work and so on. And when I ask what they really like or what's really important for them or when they feel most like themselves, it sometimes gets much more difficult. And it's very difficult to work towards a good life if you don't know what that is for you. I guess this is actually answering the headline of how it's important to look at values at all. But we want to go deeper. Say, if you want to spend some of the reflection time here during your summer period on this, what can you actually do? Well, you are not getting a quiz out of me, but still, I do have some questions which I sometimes use in the praxis during this kind of work. And if you Google, you will also find help, for example, on soulsalt.com and also in many good books and articles about values, choices, ethical and existential questions. And here you can look for names like Aina Artland and by Irvin Jarlum to help you navigate in and give some interesting questions in your work with your core values. As I mentioned, for some people, it comes very easy to talk about what they do not like. And if it's like this for you, then just start there with the stuff you dislike. You might think of what it is in certain people's behavior you dislike. And if this is easy for you, you will quickly have many examples. I then like to turn the question around and ask, what kind of behaviors do you really like? How does this make you feel? How do you notice this nice and pleasant behavior in other people? What is said? Which actions are noted? Uh, body language used? Involvement of each other? Many angles to look at this from. In this way, we start to look at what are the characteristics and qualities which you find really pleasant and good and nice. Sometimes this behavior is then really important stuff for you. And sometimes there are tons of reasons for why it's difficult for you to be like this or behave like this. And then the work will continue with going through what prevents you from living like or behaving like you would like to. As well as looking at how it is for you not to be able to behave like you find important. Other really good questions to consider are in which circumstances and situations you feel really well. And on the other side of the coin as well, where you feel awkward or wrong. What is it about these groups of people or environments or circumstances which make you feel good or bad? What happens to you in these situations? What do you value and what not? Questions like this might help you get a few words down on what's the important stuff in life. What 
your personal core values might be. For inspiration, we sometimes also look at some examples of values. Sometimes we work with a personal values card sort by Miller, Bakker, Matthew and Wilburn. Using these cards, you can work through and discuss them and sort them into what's important for you and what's not. The values we look at can, for example, be change, to have a life full of change and variety, or a value like caring, to take care of others, or a value like, for example, monogamy, to have one close loving relationship, or many, many other possible values. We then discuss how these values can be described with more words, how we might observe these values in actions of us and other people, and how this value at the moment is present in your life, your behavior, your actions, choices, and if it's not, if and how you would like it to be. Going through this sounds a bit like a quiz, even though I said uh, it was not. It's rare, though, in the praxis that this process happens in one go, like described here. It's, however, often that we talk around some of the mentioned questions. This talk comes when the client is feeling lost in life and maybe finding it really difficult to find direction in life. Sometimes this can happen after a life-changing event, like a divorce, moving, losing a relative accidents, and for sure also simply just as I already mentioned, when the client feels unhappy in his or her life. I really believe it's good for us from time to time to reflect over some of the value questions mentioned here. As I see it, our values are not static. They might change through our life, and even if they don't, our life will change. So it's helpful to make a check-in on the correlation between the important stuff and how we actually live our life. A bit about what's gestalt in all of this. So what has all this with finding the important stuff in life, finding your personal core values to do with gestalt? It has a whole lot to do with awareness. And as you probably have heard me talk about many times now, the ultimate goal of Gestalt therapy is basically to be more aware about yourself. Awareness helps you to make sense of uh, what you feel, think, how you sense. So both what happens in you and how what's around you affects you. And then how to use all of this. It's here the personal core values come in, because it's damn hard to work towards a good life if you have no idea what that is for you, if you never really thought about what's the important stuff in life for you. So in different ways, to work with personal core values during the Gestalt sessions is very fundamental in the self-development process. Finding out what's the important stuff for you is never a quick fix. It's never just a quick quiz. No, it takes time. We need to be brave and dare to be honest with ourselves. Maybe first only in the practice room and then later shape our life so it fits our values. This takes a lot of introspection, evaluation, observation and sometimes trying new ways out of acting, living, well-being. (music) 
closing the gestalt. I find that figuring out what's the important stuff in life is very, very fundamental in finding the best way to live the life we have been given. Personal core values are really personal. You have to do the work to clarify them, and only you can maintain and adapt them, as well as align your life accordingly. Should you now, after all this important stuff talk, sit back and think, I wonder what Elizabeth's core values are? Well, then you can always ask me, right? Hope I didn't make it all sound as only a lot of hard work. For most people, yes, it is work, but it's also liberating and in many ways clarifying your values also simplifies your life. This was all I had for you for today. Hope you are able to spend the summer as you find best. And should you be bored, you can always take a look at some of the personal value questions I put in this episode. Take care and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode. To make sure you never miss an episode, you can subscribe to the show via your podcast app of choice. Should you have any questions or comments, feel free to get in touch with Elizabeth Wille. You will find all the needed details on the website willegestalt.eu. Just a quick disclaimer, all case stories are anonymized and no clients directly quoted without prior written consent. And remember, any information you hear on this podcast, see on the Wille Gestalt website, Facebook page or Instagram is for information purposes only and should never be a substitute for actual mental and or medical advice from a doctor, psychiatrist or any other health professional. <laughs>